good people what up what up pull up a chair and join us at the hip-hop roundtable yeah yeah this is landon hill on the mic uh again um with my two brothers with me where we finna we finna dive into this man it, it took us took us a while to even hit record <laughs> uh, 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 approaching this no lie this, this topic but um got down there in, uh, or actually to my, well, to the left of my screen, because we still doing the social business in as much as we can. Uh, got the one and only MOM, Mind of Mylon, Mr. Mylon Drake. What's happening with you, sir? Oh, man. I'm in a building and in the building trying to say these kids, man. Uh, <laughs> no streets have been had. Actually, I did I did drive a little bit. The further, I actually went over the bridge yesterday for the first time and Brother, what you want? What do you? What's over there? Did you need to go over the bridge? Went to go get some. Went to get some some food from uh the the wife wanted to. It was date night, so we. Oh, went, okay. Man. We went and picked. We normally order food, but we went to go pick it up, and it just happened to be. You know what? We're gonna go to this spot that's in San Francisco. I'm a, I, I would, honestly, I would kill you, except I did, this is going to make me sound like a fat boy too, but I did drive to San Francisco for some, uh, well, I won't say the name of the place because they don't pay us and they don't need They don't pay us. Uh, but, I didn't say it either. But a, but a certain uh, cookie establishment that uh, was also, uh, my, my wife and I used to go to a lot when we was in college. Paul, man, my wife over here distracted me. Uh, but wow. we used to go to... Uh, when we were in college, there there's not there are few and far between. And then we found out that there was one in Frisco. So while we was quarantined, and it was like, yo, we got let's let's go ahead and do it. So I did make one trip over the bridge specifically for some food. So I, I can't really kill you the way that I want to because it sounds crazy, but know, uh, yeah, it's it crazy was, time. It was, it, it was no different, no different than any other, you know, food, quarantine, pickup, mask, sit in your car until they call your number grabbed the food and left. We didn't go to a restaurant. We just went to grab the food. Um, yeah, so other than that, man, um, interesting times. Like, there's the, 2020's motto is like, there's never a dull moment. Like, it's never... I, I, I don't think we've had a week where it's just been like, and I was kind of chill, bro. Like, nah, I think from January to today, Not every week, long. Every awesome. week, every day. But now I, I can't go as far as every day, but definitely every week. It's like, what the what? I saw somebody tweet. They was like, <laughs> "What a um, put a Malik uh uh image." They was oh, like, "This, this July, too much." Please. No, they was like, "July, please come in here acting like you got some sense." <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we need one month, bro. Yeah, one yes. month where like. Just acting right you know what i'm saying yeah man so now um yeah that's 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 me for sure for sure um and then holding down all of southern california uh everywhere you look man people people know this dude's name you know what i'm saying he he be holding it down you you can stop already i'm sorry i cut you off yg aka young ghost aka young dev what's happening with you (laughs) Man, I'm gonna say it every time. You can stop with those, <laughs> but uh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good, man. I t- I, this is the point I'm at. This is the point I'm at. You're not gonna convert me so easily. So, <laughs> the point where I'm at is acknowledge it and move on. I'm good. I'm good down here, y'all. Uh, 
as I said in previous episodes, my life really hasn't changed much since I'm an essential worker. Um, but you know, things are let's forget that. This brother is he's like, I'm essential. I yeah, <laughs> I am I am making sure I'm being very cautious um uh, and everything in those manners. Uh yeah, man, I, I couldn't I couldn't say it any more clear. 2020 every week has been something new. And just it just feels like we just need to be on guard. It's really some, you know, people doing a lot of things that we probably haven't even discussed about. Like, you know, people people uh, getting their licenses now, you know, to carry and stuff like that. Exercising amendments. So it's, it's really, really real out here in 2020. Uh, but I've been good nonetheless. Family been good nonetheless. Um, glad that we've been able to at least see our family and not a complete quarantine and get that cabin fever. So like uh, Landon was sick of, I hopefully he'll get it together this episode. So we'll see. Oh, well, I, yeah, you was a little sick with the cabin fever. I don't know what your temperature is now, but you know, uh, nah, I'm, I'm, but I'm uh, sure. I've had to move around a little bit more uh, than probably than I would, and then I'm actually comfortable with. But you know, I, I'm okay I'm staying in the house still. I'm straight. Yeah, man. So everything is good. Uh, it's it's funny enough, you know, there's a couple of tweets and stuff out there saying 2020 is still my year. And I think I'm kind of on that energy because uh, since I'm able to work, I'm able to climb up and I'm my, my, you know, with things being so calm right now, you can see who's actually doing work. So, you know, you know. For sure, for sure, man. Well, uh, everything's good over here too. I mean, I can't, you know, as good as, as 2020 will allow for it to be, I guess, um, you know, the family is still healthy and, uh, and safe. So I can't really ask for, for a whole lot more. Um, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm really, ex- well, I don't know if excited is the right word, but, um, I didn't know if we was going to talk about this, this today. Um, you know, because it's kind of been brewing over the last couple of days, but I think it's kind of reaching a, a fever pitch, so to speak. Um, by the time this, by the time we actually release this episode, I don't know if it'll still be kind of the, the talk of the town. But um, you know, this this J Cole no name situation has uh, has really, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of taken on a life of its own. Um, and I've talked to a few folks, and then obviously talked to 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 you all um, before we actually hit record. Um, yeah, I'm actually excited. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, in the conversation and where it's going to go. Um, so for, for those who do not know, uh, J. Cole released a track, Snow on the Bluff, um, and he did not mention any names, but a lot of people basically on the track, he was talking about some tweets from a certain young lady. He did not name said person. Um, but he said that he sees her on Twitter criticizing a lot of celebrities for not saying anything um, about a lot of the um, recent acts of violence against black people in the community. Um, and uh, and that, you know, he recognizes that he himself is not always um you know, the most informed or doesn't at least feel the most informed um, about these things. And it's challenged a lot of times when people look up to him 
as somebody who may be doing a lot more than he believes that he is um, and almost feeling guilty in some ways for not doing more and feeling more involved. Um, I would highly encourage people to listen to the entire song. Um, it's relatively short, but it's good just to kind of help contextualize it more. Um, but uh, but that was that was essentially the gist of it was he was saying, hey, I see folks out here um, talking about, you know, or I see this particular person out here talking about, um, you know, uh, celebrities not saying anything or or speaking out against these things. I feel like she might be talking about me or I might be one of the people that she's talking about. I'm suggesting, though, that the way in which you have that conversation or you provide that critique be a little bit gentler, for, for lack of a better term, um, so that then we could engage in that dialogue about um, you know, how we could best move forward and, and make certain progression. Um, so he put that track out and he started to receive a lot of kind of backlash and criticism um, about that. First, people felt like he was um, speaking about uh, No Name. This is a female, Black female rapper um, out of Chicago. Um, and uh, uh who, and also an activist who was very vocal on Twitter. Um, I will admit, I don't know a whole lot of, about her. Um, just like She I wrote a lot of books too. I think she started a book club. Author, she just started uh, She was club. really hitting the streets and getting some traction. Exactly. She's kind of being a Renaissance woman. Yes, so, and, and, and so, um, you know, sh- that is the reason why a lot of people felt like he was uh, addressing No Name. Um, and she had put out some tweets, you know, back in May, I believe it was, um, about how there were a lot of rappers who were making albums about the plight of Black people, but then when these things are happening, um, weren't actually speaking up about it kind of in real time. Um, and so that sparked that. There's been a lot of discussion over social media that we'll kind of get into all the, the, the you know, different ways in which folks are, are kind of talking about this or critiquing the song or whatever. Um, and then No Name herself actually released a song. It's only about a minute and a half. Um, so again, I would really encourage folks to go out and listen to that song um, where she responds um, and basically says like, yo, with all this stuff going on out here, this dude decided to speak on me. It's people that's being, that's dying, being lynched, um, you know, and uh, and instead of saying anything about the current events, what he decides to do is make a song about me. So what does that really say about this dude? Um, that's the, as of the time we recorded, that's all the last that I kind of saw um, and heard. Um, but obviously as these are two folks who are, um, you know, steeped in hip hop culture, right? J. Cole obviously has been looked at as one of the kind of major voices in hip hop. Our last podcast was about kind of where does hip hop, uh, where, what does hip hop do during this current time? Um, we thought it was a, a, a timely, a timely conversation to have. Obviously, there's a lot of, you know, kind of think pieces out there, people sharing their opinion on social media or whatever. Um, but this is our platform to, to do it. And so we wanted to bring it to, to the roundtable. Um, I will say, just like I said last week, obviously, um, this is, uh, you know, three black men that are on here sharing their perspectives. Um, we did talk to our wives prior to getting on here and, and providing, you know, taking their thoughts, uh, opinions, understandings about the situation as a whole, not just the song, but just kind of the the, the current climate 
um, wanted to make sure that we had that in mind when we shared, although they did not want to be on um, on uh, on record. So that's the only reason why they're not here. Um, but, uh, you know, but we are going to share as as three black men, um, but recognize that, uh, you know, the voice of black women, especially during this conversation, is, is super important and crucial. And so uh, I think we we are certainly going to want to make sure that we share at least what we've heard. Um, but all of that being said, but with all of that being said, um, very interested to hear uh, from you two, just what your initial thoughts were when you first heard the track. Um, and then maybe saw some of the uh, responses on social media. Kind of what were your thoughts to both of those? So, Young Dev, man, kick us off. Let, let, let us know kind of what was your initial reaction to the song and others' reactions. Yeah, um, I guess I'll just take you through the timeline of how everything um, was re- exposed, I guess, to me. Uh, first, I saw a couple of tweets of some friends because working and I just kind of got my head down and not really on my phone um so I seen some tweets though and then it was like oh all right I saw that right there you might be on your phone you just can't say that you know what I mean you don't know who's listening I feel you, you know? uh, what are you talking about sir <laughs> let me speak now <laughs> but um yeah so I saw a couple of tweets saying you know oh no Cole oh man Cole don't take an L or stuff like that so I was like I didn't even know what happened and then uh, it's funny, though, because a couple of days or maybe a day prior, because that's what happened. Uh, I did see that he did drop a song. But like I said, I've been working. I haven't really been seeing. I'm like, cool. I'm, I kind of wait till a few things come out because I figure a couple things will. And then I listen to all of them, you know, while doing something. Um, so then the fact that this started brewing up, I was like, well, I got to listen now. So then I go before I yeah because I didn't want to make sure I heard any more details about why uh people were saying oh no and taking L's so I went and just played the track and I played the track and I instantly thought this is this is this sound like middle child like okay I see the vibe he's going so let me see where he's taking this okay all right I see what perspective he's talking in it's like a diary style let's see where he's going through his thought uh, his thoughts he's taking us on a journey okay let's see Oh man, yeah, that's good. Okay, bam. I like how you, you um, the first thing you did is basically acknowledge that the woman, in my perspective of, of analyzing hip hop, the first thing I did was um, acknowledge that by him saying and acknowledging the woman first as being voice and being out here, it shows that he knows he's the one leading them. Like he has the consciousness and he's aware that black women are the ones being out there first. So she mad at this, she mad at that, she mad at this, she mad at my Negroes. And when he say a Negro, the N word, he's knowing that he's saying the ones who are ignorant and probably can't, you know, receive, you know, you know who, who can't really uh, contextualize when they see statements. So boom, he's going in there. And then he comments with the line that everybody has the um, conflict with, um, you know, and then, you know, after he's saying that he, she's mad at this and she wears her heart on her sleeve. And that to me gives val- um, validity to him being conscious of, of, you know, why she has the freedom to have the, the, the tone that in the line that he's uh, about to uh, say in these lyrics. So when he says, um, when I see something valid, I listen. But S word is something about the queen tone that's bothering me. And then she strikes me as somebody and then starts going deeper. So that was a line is that it's something about the queen tone that, that's bothering me. And that's where it is. But I felt like he was coming from a place of like, I see you killing it. I see you doing your thing. 
I see you even coming at us since we ain't read and you know I'm part of that group so I'm acknowledging that um but man I know if you wanted to um resonate for these folks you know it, it, it it's, it's something about her tone it's something about the queen tone and I said queen being where he actually places her you know um it's not like he calling her or anything he's he's actually coming from a place of like I'm with you on this I want your voice louder so this is where I'm coming from. And he's like, it's something that's bothering me. So in my insight, I know if it's bothering me, but I have the filter to still receive your message. Imagine people who aren't as close to you as a black man. So, you know, there's something about your tone that's bothering me. And then he goes to dive in deeper into the lyrics that I won't go into right now um, that we can dive into. Um, and there's actually more offenses that I would bring up later. But once I got to that point, then I was like, and he starts to address more uh, things and complexities in the song so I was like I didn't really think the song was completely about checking someone's tone it was just like I see this is the world I'm living in you know this, this is what I see I see I see black women on the front lines crying their heart out and he was like and and to be honest I want her speakers louder but if she uh, I'll see I didn't want to say that but <laughs> but you know I'm sure that you know, she will sound like MLK out here and people will be changing, you know, be um, receiving this message, you know, if, if the tone, you know, from all that pain and, and it wasn't as 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 masked as and through anger, you know what I mean? Because that's some sometimes the tone, you know, is, is passionate. But, you know, if you can't receive it, it's like that. If, if you know, if that was the, the difference, then I think it would just resonate more. So that that is that is a, a soft spot, and we will acknowledge that later. And you know, but I felt like from the way he was coming from, and from you know being being the present pre presentation of hip hop, and the way that most hip hop purists digest or most hip hop scholars digest it, I didn't, most people really didn't take offense to that line. So I just wanted to address that line first, and then we'll dive deeper into uh, more. So. I didn't feel like there was um, any offense, but I do know that the sensitivity and, and all of the complexity and history and the pain that comes from, from that is very, um, you know, something you gotta be conscious about. For sure. Um, Mr. Drake, your, your, initial, your initial thoughts when, uh, when you started seeing, well, first when you heard the song and then when you started seeing some of the, the, the reactions to the, to the song. Um, I listened to the song and felt that I actually felt like he was, um, unlike what you just said, Dev, about it sounded like um, middle child. I I felt like he wasn't like I could I could sense that he had a he had something he wanted to get off his chest, but he was he was hesitant, like middle child. He was like very, I, I love that song. I felt like he was extremely, um, I, that's actually, I off of that out. I'm like, yes, this is what I do this all the time. And that's what I'm talking about. But I, I, I could just, and I, and I, I hadn't seen the tweets. I didn't know what else was attached to the song. I didn't know. I have not been on social media. So I don't know. I was like, oh. I don't know about that. I'm sorry, I, I, not to cut you off, but I realized I did not yeah. add that. So the part of the another part of this is that J Cole did the next, the following day. You know, he kind of doubled down, said, "Hey, I stand by every word that was in the song." 
you know, I'm not going to necessarily comment. I'm just, you know, happy that there is conversation going on. And, you know, that was kind of the point. However, I will say, go ahead and follow No Name, respect her as a leader in this movement. Um, she is, you know, she. I appreciate that she's doing the reading and the leading, especially because somebody like me, I don't do a whole lot of reading, but I do do a lot of thinking, but I just basically rap. So, I, you know, I, I commend her for what she's doing and then wrap things up by saying, you know, we may not always agree, but let's, again, kind of be gentle with one another. That's not the exact quote, but that was the the kind of the, the gist of it. So there has also been this whole conversation around, like, you know, uh, you know, J. Cole, you know, saying he don't read, but he's criticizing people who do, and et cetera, et cetera. And so that was another part of this that kind of has led to the to the larger conversation. So I'm sorry to cut you off, Milo, but I realized I didn't say that, and that's just important for, for some more of the context. No, too easy. <clears throat> yeah, so just to that end, one, listening to the song, I my mind wasn't blown. I wasn't like, ooh, he went for something. I was like, all right. I mean, J. Cole always telling the story and using somebody, um, using a, having some type of muse in his art. So I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know if he was a real person. Like I said, I ain't been on social media. I haven't been, been trying to keep my sanity. So I'm like, it's a new song yeah, initially by Jay Cole. I thought he was making that's, up that's a what person. I, that's what I, took. I thought he I was making up a, a, a woman and just, yeah. you know. So I was like, cool, song by J. Cole. I listened to it. Yeah, all right, cool. It was, it was all right. I mean, my mind wasn't blown. The music wasn't. Oh, this, this, it was just a song. It was just something refreshing. It, all right, cool. It's J. Cole. Um, then I saw the the narrative behind the song, supposedly. I, I always say allegedly and supposedly because I don't... J. Cole is not on this podcast, so I don't know. Um, and then I saw the narrative behind the narrative to the song. So it was like, okay, so y'all are like, what? So I had to go back like, wait, what? Like, what did, what did he say? And then it's like, wait. This line, this is it. This is the thing. This is okay. Um, all right. I, I, I just, that's all I had. I was like, oh, okay. All right. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I, I wasn't like, yeah. This was mad disrespectful. Um, like I've heard other conversations about other rappers. Um, like for using using Meek Mill for example, Meek Mill has been you know I don't want to say yeah I guess I could say propelled to the front of the line for police reform for two reasons one or three one he's um, a victim of the poor and racist uh, systemic flaws of the. I don't want to say correctional facility, but the judicial judicial system. Um, and two, he's uh, um, connected to being a victim of law enforcement. The idea of, hey, what are you doing over there? You're going to jail. Hey, what? You, your hand is up too high. You're going to jail. And so he lives. He lives it. And three, he got connected and supported by Jay Z. Um, arguably the 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 biggest name, most pop, one of the most popular rappers in the game. So I was like, oh, Jay Z is on board, and so all of a sudden he got propelled to the front. No one questioned 
Like, eh, I don't, I don't say no one. The questions, the the large questions for his being propelled into that space were not, by and large, millions of people. Boo! We don't want you talking about prison reform. It's like, all right, cool, we'll rock with it. I say that to say, does it mean he's perfect? Does it mean that every song he raps about is pro-prison reform? He is by no means a political activist at this point. His his songs will still glorify drugs, guns, women, sex, whatever. And he's still considered the face of prison reform. And I say that about J. Cole in the sense that he's respected as a rapper, as an artist, as a unique voice in this art form. And yet he can say, he can make one song or one line and then it's all in question and it needs to be chopped down at the lowest Achilles uh, heel uh, tendon as humanly possible to remove his voice, uh, I, I don't want to say, I, I mean, again, I'm not on social media like that this, these last couple of weeks, so I don't know if it has this sense of like an over-dominant cancel culture, like we, like, yes, he, they're trying to get rid, they're trying to put him in Cosby and R. Kelly territory, I, I, I don't know. I, think it's been, I, I don't. There's, there's been a split, actually, because a lot of people are defending him as well, and there's actually a lot of women uh, defending him as well, so they understand where the it's been it's been said as head wrapped misogyny or and what they okay. say misogynism you know, for, you know and then we'll bring up the the, the angela rye uh dr dyson conversation where a lot of the um examples were presented in that conversation but you know most people who will be listening will probably see uh most of the comments in that and the angles that uh where the offenses were um uh, from this but go ahead no, so I, I I think, you know, that just sums up my, I heard the song, I thought it was a, teetered upon the lines of average, above average at best, it wasn't like his greatest moment or like, dude, have you heard? I was like, all right, it was cool. And then I respectfully examined the question of misogyny, uh, tone policing, um, disregarding of women's voice and things of that nature. I was like, okay, let me go back and see if that is indeed the, the case. I'm not a detective or um, agent of, of finding such accusations, but I did recognize it's like, I think we can we can find anything in anything if we choose to. And and that's what I'm saying. And that's why I brought up Meek Mill is that, yeah, we can all one hand say like, man, this brother knows about being wronged by judges, um, prison law. I mean, um, yeah, jail laws and things of that nature, rules that get you, you know, probation, parole. He, he can speak to that. But he could also we could also point to and be like, wait a minute. Didn't you just release a song that said this? Wait, don't you do this? Hey, wait, didn't you? Why were you popping willies when you like where we could on one end we could say, why were you popping willies if you're on parole? On the other hand, to be like, really, you're gonna send a man back to jail for popping a willy? Like both are right. Both are good questions. I I you just it's just all about what side of the line do you want to live on? And I think 
you, when you're seeing the responses, I think I'm learning, period. Um, it doesn't really matter because now you can humble yourself and still be a horrible person. But at any rate, I'm, I'm learning to recognize that there are spaces and places, um, be it in the struggle, um, be it in the victories, even with the victories, you know, talking, you can you can see how, yes, the world is acknowledging police brutality of, of, of black folks. We could raise our hands and say, on one hand, it's about time. On the other hand, it, at least you're doing it. And then you could go and say, but they're not quite acknowledging the police brutality of black women, just black men in general. So both are right that it's that black men are being killed and black women are being killed and black men are the, the voice, the names. Because if you ask me right now, name besides Sandra Bland, Brianna, Brianna Taylor, name five other women who have been killed by the police. I, I would have to struggle. So at any rate, that reality is, that's just real. And I think what J. Cole was saying is like, sis, I'm not even saying that what you're saying is wrong. What I am saying is by you calling me in so many words, I'm paraphrasing, by you saying, making me feel less than while trying to get me to recognize that I need to do a better job of educating myself may not be the best approach. And then the, the response to that has been that approach to telling me that my approach is not the best approach is also not a good approach. So that's, that's what I picked up. Yeah. I think um, when I, like when I first heard it and I think I sent it to y'all like right after I listened to it or maybe it was next day, I don't know, whenever it was, um, mind you, it was probably like, I, I didn't listen to it. So like, dang near midnight or, or not later um at whatever i don't even know if it was the same day it came out or whatever the case may be but basically i was like up late and dumb tired but i was like yo new j cole let me and it's just a, it was just a song i had to listen to all i was like let me check it out so i heard it and my initial thought was this and you know same old very thoughtful introspective j cole i thought most of it was kind of pointed at himself i think very much like y'all i didn't even i didn't give much thought or credence to like who he might have been talking about because you know this is the same dude who you know on big crits album he shouted out like a fan of his who had just been dealing with some like you know personal stuff and was like yo i hope i see you on the road like so you know to my point like there's there especially as of late like as of recent times there's always been kind of this muse for maybe not always but there's oftentimes been this muse for his music so I didn't really, I wasn't really interested in like who he was talking about because it could be any number of people on his timeline, right? Um, and so, but I thought the what I had taken away from it initially was just this kind of his vulnerability around not feeling like he was um, qualified enough to really speak on these matters in a way in which a lot of people um are asking him to right or or are expecting him or others to right um and i don't think that's any different than like what dave Chappelle was saying right or you know whatever and so when i first heard it i was like yo i mean i, I get it 
I think the way in which he conveyed the message, I thought it was cool. I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Um, and then I started seeing some of the, like, some of the, the commentary and, like, the backlash on it. Or, no, first I saw people, you know, saying that who they thought it was, which was No Name, um, and his thread. And so I was like, again, like, I mean, I saw his thread and I was like, I mean, it seemed cool to me. It, I think, and I think, I don't think we can stress enough. He did, he has not confirmed that No Name was the person. All he has said is go follow No Name because people assume that's who it was. That's the extent to what he has said in terms of who he's talked about, at least as of the recording of this podcast. Um, but then I started just kind of reading more like what people were saying in the response and saw folks kind of killing them for it. And, you know, and, and my, the, initially it was like this whole thing, like, yeah, he's dissing no name. And I was like, did I miss something? I was like, man, I must've really been sleepy because I heard no diss like in there whatsoever. So I was like, man, maybe I'm tripping like, or maybe I just wasn't listening. Like, I don't know. So I went back and listened again and I'm like, so having no name or, or if we are to assume that it was no name, it, it did provide me more context to say, okay, maybe this is more directed at somebody than I initially thought. So I was like, okay, I'll take pause there. But short of that, I was like, I still, this is the furthest thing that I would qualify as a diss, right? Like, mind you, he had 1985 that, you know, a lot of folks thought was at whatever, one of the little homies that, that be rapping, I, I forgot his name. And even then, mind you, it was the same thing was a lot of people was like, I mean, that's like the most respectful quote-unquote diss like i've ever heard and people even question like is this really a diss you know folks calling it a ted talk all these other things so again this is kind of right in the vein of what j cole has done doesn't seem any different so i'm thinking again like what's the diss like i mean did he say you know how she did it could be different yes but you know but again short of that i don't really see a problem then I started seeing all of the critiques around the queen line and, you know, like saying queen was like kind of this misogynistic, we, we did it in like this kind of misogynistic way, um, which I will be honest. And again, this may just be me and my dumb man brain. I immediately was like, he could have used a totally different word right there that would have flipped this whole thing upside down. And the fact that he didn't, I didn't, I didn't take that. And especially again, given who J. Cole is, I didn't take that to be condescending in any way. Um, but then, you know, I, I started seeing folks talk about just like- real, I, Just real quick, since you said it, I, I, before I forget, the definition of misogyny is to dislike, dislike of contempt for or ingrained prejudice against women. I'm trying, Landon. He said queen. <laughs> I, so, and that and that term you took dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to hit mute and allow you to finish. But again, I so, that's not me. That's between, that, again, just for the record, that is not my definition. That is Webster. I, I mean, I don't, I know Webster 
So again, I will, so I will say this in response to that because I agree with you. Again, I, I saw no, I, I think that people took that as being a condescending way of kind of reducing or dismissing her. That's what I, that's what I think people are saying. I absolutely do not agree with that based upon what I heard. I don't think there was anything in his, in his delivery that suggested that I don't think there's anything about who he has at least presented himself to be in any of his music that would suggest that I don't think that there was anything else in the song that would suggest that he was trying to in any way degrade her or demean her. Right. That's this is me landing personally, but I will say that it, so then I saw the conversation around the, the tone thing and I was like, Okay, a point second listen, given the times, I'll I'll chalk that up to me not even saying like the first song, like maybe that's my man brand again. I'll I, I can share more about that later. And then um, you know, but but then I just started seeing more and more of the conversation around like, you know, the timing of this and you know, kind of this insensitivity to like this conversation that has been happening around, you know, women um and LGBTQ. Uh, society like kind of being dismissed as it pertains to like this larger and the epidemic of missing black women yes like all all of all of that that conversation has been happening now especially within the last maybe two weeks really being kind of a focus and so now j cole coming out and quote-unquote dissing again i don't take it as that but the conversation is like this diss towards a black woman was not appropriate and not cool in a lot of ways. So that was kind of what I was seeing. And so I was like, you know what? So when I went back and listened again, I'm like, do I see why people would be sensitive to some of these things, especially given the time? Yes. Like having a name, no pun, but like having a name to who folks think he might've been talking to, I get it. Um, but I, but I do not subscribe to this thought or this, you know, notion that J. Cole is somehow trying to dismiss or demean um, No Name. Now, I say that while also recognizing that you don't have to have that intention while still doing it, right? Like, we have all come on here and, and had these conversations. But I think the reason... And this is where kind of my initial, I think where, where my initial thoughts kind of went was like, you know, if, if this is, if what he put out is um, that troublesome, then I got to check myself because a lot of stuff he said in that song, like I literally said the last time we recorded, right? Like I said the same thing. I, I came on here and I talked about how I felt like, you know, Wayne got out there, went out there and said some stuff. And the way he said it at least got him killed on social media, but I was like, we keep asking for folks to say things, but I don't want nobody to say nothing if they don't feel like they uh, well-informed enough to say it, right? And I felt like J. Cole was saying that. I felt like, um, you know, he was saying like, yo, we need to be aware that not everybody is coming, has the same thought points or shares the same perspectives. I said that on here. I think also last week, I just talked about how, you know, it's one thing for when you are able to kind of remove yourself from certain traumatic situations or circumstances or not being there and begin to reflect and begin to kind of like, you know, not necessarily refine, that might not be the right word, but but really get a chance to um, 
fully gather your thoughts and, and maybe have more complete um, understandings around how you feel about imbue things, right? Versus continually being in that space of, um, uh, of, of trauma, right? And kind of just responding based upon that without the, um, without the privilege of being able to kind of step to the side and, and think in a clear mind, right? And I think when he was talking about in, in the song, he, he talked about no name, mind you again, I have nothing to support this. I don't know what her family background is, but in J. Cole's words, he said that he, she struck him as somebody who, you know, came from like a two-parent household who was able to instill a lot of these, um, these ideologies in her. And so she has a much more clear perspective than maybe somebody like he does, which for him, you know, single parent household, uh, you know, issues with his dad, et cetera, et cetera. And so again, a lot of these things that he was saying in the truck, I'm like, I've said this like on this podcast. So like, am, am I that like, and I, again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm going to be absolutely blind, have blinders or, or blind spots when it comes to the experiences of, of black women. Right. And I will, you know, admit that here and now, but I try my best. I think I try my absolute best to, to be, you know, sensitive to and acknowledge when I may not have full understanding or um, be receptive to those different viewpoints and, and, and try to be, you know, at least well thought out about how it is um, that, that I am viewing certain things. But when this reaction came back, I was like, man, and maybe I'm just that far gone too, because I completely missed all of these kind of initial critiques, right? Um, so that was, I guess, kind of my my first, like my first reaction. I mean, having some, a little bit more time to like kind of sit and, and think through it more. Um, I think my, some of my thoughts have, have continued to, you know, kind of solidify a little bit, but before we get into that, I think Dev, you had something that you wanted to kind of bring to bring as a question to, to the round table too, regarding all of this, right? Yeah, definitely. And, um, just in response real quick of what you were saying, um, especially, um, when saying that when looking around, you know, of course, mainstream, when looking around the internet, social media, what have you, you know, you'll see people start to qualify this as a diss record. But if if we take a survey for, you know, through hip hop, you know, will we qualify this as a diss record? So, you know, with that kind of tension and stuff like that, um, will we will we have will we have to be concerned um that hip hop being on the mainstream currently as as it is will be a problem? You know what I mean? And so I, it, it uh, kind of urged me to ask the question, can hip hop be on the mainstream or would for the freedom of being able to express? And um, me and my wife had a conversation about it where um, in talking about mainstream, if you look at something like Neo Soul, you know, they're able to talk about a spectrum of different things, you know, and they already know that they're not going to be mainstream just because for whatever reason, that's just what manifests through that. But it's some of the most wonderful feeling music that you can ever listen to and partake in if you sing along with it, you know, um, while in a concert, karaoke style, what have you. Um, and so that that is where hip hop was birthed, was from, you know, the streets and kind of, you know, came as a form of expression to be able to have the freedom to really say whatever you want. But 
if if we're getting into an era where and not to say that and not to really downplay anything that's been going on because like the timing i will admit is not the best timing um whatsoever for everything that has been going on um but are we gonna have a concern with cancel culture um being a threat to hip-hop being on the mainstream uh, Mylon, I don't know if you have a, an initial reaction to that. I guess my, my question would be, I mean, for, I mean, when you say it like that, you're making it sound like hip-hop is not on the mainstream. It already is. It's That's what I say. I say already with the uh, current status of it being on the mainstream, um, if in the era that we're moving into it, that we would deem as cancel culture, um, and we would say that most rappers wouldn't be able to say, well, no, I guess with Meek Mill and stuff like that, that, you know, we couldn't say things like that, but. No, I mean, you, you definitely can't, you definitely can't say, I mean, it's to the point where a certain rapper went and for whatever, whatever his means or his reasons were behind it. We're not about to get into that, but he acknowledged, self-acknowledged snitching, going to jail, got out. And I think, I don't even think he had a song at the time. He just went on like Instagram and like broke the Instagram record. So because of that, because the reality is that you're not supposed to say things on the mainstream, like Eminem before, I mean, he was, when he was going mainstream, a lot of his content was, and still is arguably controversial. And he said some things about, um, he, he got taken to, to, to the, he didn't get canceled, but he got taken to the, I can't believe you said that when he started saying um, derogatory things toward homo, um, the homosexual uh, community. And he had some for um, male homosexuals. He was talking about very famous um, homosexuals. He was talking about uh, lesbian, like he had it for everybody. And it was like, dude, this is not appropriate right now. And he was like, it is what it is. <laughs> and And then people were like, oh, did you hear what he said? And then they were buying his records. And so it's not so much to be, I feel like to, the best way for me to describe it right now, a song can come out and be like F the police. But if it's popular, it's not popular because of the raw nature of the story that's being shared. It's going to be popular because that's just what's trending. Like there's no there's no other way to explain why a rapper went to jail, snitched, got you know, and, and these are, this is the label that he was given. I'm not I'm not going either north or south on it. Went to jail, <clears throat> was labeled a snitch, came out, drop an album, and it be the number one song in the world. Like it's just. It's just not supposed to, it's not how it's supposed to be, but it's like, hey, you're trending, you're popular. Like we want, you are, you embody this thing that we're just interested in. If they're interested in it, you win. If you dare, like right now, I feel like everybody walks on eggshells um, 
around in, in hip hop culture. And that has not been the norm. That is because of the marriage to mainstream music and culture. I don't want to say this because I'm trying to be in a movie. I don't want to say that because I'm trying to get sponsors. I don't want to say this because I want to win a Grammy. And this is just a prime example. This, I don't even, but again, to your point, um, Landon, I don't think this is one of those things where it's like, shh, man, he called a song. I hate, <laughs> you know, I hate the gay community. Like, shh. I mean, he knew when he wrote that, that that was going like, nah, this is not even that. This is, I love you. Well, how are you going to say, I love you? You don't even know if I want your love. Oh. I okay, like I'm just like, I didn't, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, like I it it and and again, it's not about demeaning or belittling the the voice that has come that that is that is sounding from his from his voice. It's okay. Well, you know, pointing to back to the dev, and I'll say this and pass it on is that there's a conversation and a moment to say, well, you know what? I hear you. I agree or disagree. And I'm going to take what with what I heard from you and I'm going to go do A, B, and C. And that's, again, I just, you know, I'm not trying to belittle it, but these are, this is what conversations are supposed to be. That's what a conversation is. Tell me what you feel. I'll tell you what I feel. I should respectfully, actively listen, which is not something that we know how to do very well. It's I want to be heard. I don't want to listen. So if you got two people in a room and they're both actively listening to the other one and the idea is to make sure that, you know what, Landon, I heard you. Like, I, you know, I got homies that say, hey, man, I, I have a real problem with the word nigga. I don't want to be called that. And I don't No one in the circle questions it. We acknowledge it. All right, cool. Got you. And then there's other people like, man, I, I use that word. 450 times a day. I heard you. I may not agree with you, but I'm not going to kick you out of my circle or go on Twitter and say, this dude is an idiot because he disagrees with the reality. Don't you know the origins of it? Like, I'm not going to do it. I, like, I, I just don't agree with you. I heard you and we can still rock and be cool. And I, and I don't think that's I don't think that's the intent. I think the intent, you know, used a good word, Landon, I mean, uh, Devin, earlier about megaphone. I think the intent in social media is to get the loudest and most boisterous megaphone, like to be the loudest voice, not the, not a voice, not to give voice, but I just want to be the loudest. And that means I got to shut everybody else up. And I, I think we fall victim to that sometime in the in the space of social media, not necessarily as human beings, but just in the space of social media. You you get kind of caught up in that in that game. Yeah, I, I think um I think what the question of mainstream kind of brings to mind, and this is something that I, I don't know if I've said this on here or not, but um but I've thought about it for, for a while now. Um I think because hip hop is a culture, right? And because we who participated tend to either want and tend to have conversations amongst each other, but there is no longer the space or it, I think, I think it has become much more difficult, especially because of how pop popular hip hop has become 
um, there is not a space for us to have a conversation that is not tainted by um, either one, the masses looking on or by white folks interjecting, to be frank. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily the, the core issue at heart right now, but I do think that, but I think the, the masses looking on is one of the core issues as it pertains to this J. Cole no name um, situation. Because if no name puts that tweet out there and says, yo, all the, you know, there's these rappers out here that's living off of talking about black plight and rapping about it. But then when it happens, when, when stuff goes down, they ain't saying nothing. Nobody could say anything to that at all. They could leave it be, there could be no response. But what that does when there's no response is that people who agree, and this is where um, I, I heard T.I. say this uh, on a podcast one time, I think it was on Jamel Hill's podcast. It was Jamel Hill's podcast. And, you know, I think she says something, because I, I, I used to think this too, and I, I'm jumping around, but I'm going to come back to the point. But I used to think this too, I'm like, man, like, I, people keep responding and like giving this energy to like ignorant statements. So like, you know, he uh, was kind of going uh, at Kodak Black around like all of the kind of disrespectful um, um, stuff that Kodak Black was saying about Lauren London. Um, I think that was at least the, the start of like what the conversation was, um, but whatever it was, it was that and like, you know, CR tends to be pretty active on social media. And so I think Jamel Hill was asking like, you know, why are you exerting so much energy and like responding to like all these this like ignorant comments or whatever to these folks? And T.I. was like, it's never about the person itself. It's about all the other people that follow them, that if they don't hear a counterpoint, will only believe in that. And so when No Name puts that out there, people could not respond. But then there's never another perspective that's shared. Very similar to, I think, how when Don Lemon came out there and Dave Chappelle was like, yo, I was waiting for him to say my name. He now, he could just chill and be okay with you know what i don't feel like like y'all are stupid for even one in my opinion like i'm not the dude that you should look for and if you are like that's on you but without if he doesn't say it then there are a lot of people who won't even have that perspective and maybe have an opportunity to check themselves and so no name putting this out there i think j cole felt like okay, I need to address this, especially if nobody else, now, let me not speak for him, but I'm saying by doing so, he was the one that provided a response on the level that people would hear, right? Because no name is, I mean, for, she's not on, she's not as known as J. Cole, but she has a somewhat of a following and, and more of a platform than probably most people, like, you know, generally, right? And so, he is able to provide that response to both her and anybody else who may feel that way. But the problem is he has to have that conversation in the masses because the masses is who's reading her tweet. And so by hip hop being mainstream, we're not able to have, I think the conversation that J. Cole is talking about, which is, yo, let's find a way to be in dialogue with one another to recognize, like, I might not know everything, you might not know everything, I might say something that's hurtful, I wanna hear from you, I need you to hear from me, et cetera, et cetera, and have this, um, have a dialogue that may not necessarily come to any sort of, we might not agree on everything, but where we can leave feeling like, yo, I understand who you are and I appreciate who you are and, and whatever the case may be. But 
social media and people watching and seeing your response and feeling like you can't and and, and then people kind of like blowing things out of proportion or or like playing the folks ego or whatever the case may be then creates a the it, it changes the way in which the conversation is held and it changes the way in which you respond to things right and so i think that becomes the problem is that hip hop has a real opportunity to be able to like hash out some of these things I think J. Cole is talking about, but we don't have a space for it. Like we do not have our own space where people aren't watching all the time. That's a good or, point. Or, we, you know, again, now, now does that mean that J. Cole couldn't fly into no name or no name couldn't fly to J. Cole and they could have a private conversation? Yeah, of course they could. But then if J. Cole doesn't, if they do that and only no name, you know, tweet something, then there's still going to be all these people waiting to hear from J. Cole and he ain't going to say nothing. Or J. Cole has to respond, but people are going to, like, you know, there's there's always going to be something where people aren't going to feel like it's enough and then we're still divided after, like, <laughs> like as a whole, right? And so that, I think that's the, that's the troubling thing or the, the thing that's most difficult now is that hip hop has ascended to this place where the people who we like to hear from or who we think we should hear from can't say anything without the level of scrutiny from the masses and or be in conversation or in dialogue with others who may feel differently from them without it becoming, um, I don't just without, without the conversation becoming tainted, right? Like I don't, I don't know a way for that to happen until we are able to find a space where we're kind of like, where people are kind of incubated from that and there are whoever we deem to be the leaders to be able to have those conversations and then say, look, we held different perspectives. We have all these varying opinions. We're moving forward in this way. Like right now, there's just a lot of back and forth <laughs> like between leaders and no, no real continuity. And I think being in the mainstream helps to fuel that fire, if that makes sense. So I know that, I mean, my thoughts are kind of jumbled, but I, that's, that would be my response to that. Yeah, your your thoughts are definitely jumbled. But listen, so the 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 I, I will I will jump in with this. I, I will disagree, of course, with with a particular aspect. Unfortunately, this reality that I am speaking of is based upon the the ideal or the or, or the ideology that because it happened in public. I got to respond in public. And I've heard that from somewhere. I can't remember who said it. Like you, you, because you tweeted, we can't, I can't respond to your tweet with a, um, let's just sit down over dinner because we could squash it, but the world don't see it as such. The world sees it as like, well, last time I heard he disrespected you. Like, no, we squashed that over dinner. Yeah, like we, 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 we squashed that over dinner. That ain't what I saw. I saw the, the, the last tweet I saw was you, he d- disrespected you and you didn't do nothing. Dude, we squashed it over dinner. The response would literally have to be a picture of them, <laughs> yeah. you know, all, all, shoulder to shoulder on Twitter. Like that is, that is just the reality. So to that, there's two things that you said that I disagree with. One is that there is a space, and unfortunately, and I and I and I think this is the part where I I, I don't like the the fact that this is the reality is that the space is the same space where everybody it, you don't get to have it p- privately, 
or you got to have a fake public one and then a real intense one privately or something. I don't know, but it, it has to be public. So you got you got the same space. She tweeted or he tweeted something in that space. You know what, J. Cole, I, re- I respect you, brother, and I appreciate your content. Let's sit down and talk about this um, offline. Then J. Then J. Cole says, I'm with that queen. Let's do it. I'll be in your city and blah, blah, blah. Done. And so now the world is like, damn, they handled that differently. That's not what I was thinking. Or, you know, it must not be a diss song if she just responded with such cool, calm demeanor. And then the second part is, so yes, there is a space and that space is unfortunately the same place where the act, you know, the act uh, or offense takes place. And that's publicly. And then the second space is that we don't have, I, I, I disagree that there are there there's this man, it's just not much we can do. And I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but I am saying is that there the reality is that the power is in the people. It's just you have to humble yourself and understand that if somebody, hey, you know what, brother? Like I, I'm not even being funny. I just I literally just had something jump off and I was like, I had to reread it a few times and be like, wait, what? And a hundred percent of me wanted to be like, man, I had a whole different response. Hey, brother, all good. My not my intent. I apologize if you know. Oh, I didn't say I apologize, but I wasn't sorry about nothing. But it was just more like, all good, bro. You know what? Peace be unto you. No, you know, no problem. Versus. All right. Well, okay. Well, see me in the streets, Playboy. Like, because then it's like, ooh, what does that mean? And all of this. See, he said streets, and that, and he lives on the street. And so with that, like, oh my gosh, like he just called the goons out. Like, no, I didn't call any goons out. I just said, I see how it is. Like, that is the only way to win. Is you have to do it publicly, and then the second part, you have to be the the willing party to be to show yourself not weak or stronger or just just you know what i respect that you know you have a right to your opinion j cole and um i'm glad you listened to the song and i i i, I, sh- I saw your thoughts but and, and that's I, it i wish i and, wish go ahead sorry real quick but it, so because I, I agree with you but i and this is all this is always good i agree with you and I disagree at the same time. And the and the only place where I'm not gonna say I disagree, but I think where I feel like when I say there's not the space, I think there's not the space if you don't utilize that platform from jump, right? Now, and again, I'm not saying no name shouldn't have done this. Let me be very clear. I'm not saying she shouldn't, but I am saying that by her initiating that, by putting that tweet out and calling celebrities out at that point you either are not going to get a response and folks are going to you know like respond as such or you're going to get one that's going to fuel further responses or conversation or whatever and unless people are willing to and this is what has been very rare i'm not saying in no name's case or j cole's case but just in the case of human beings in general, and especially human beings on social media, <laughs> it is very rare for anybody to come out and say, you know what? 
I was all the way wrong. Like the way in which I did that or I approached that or I said that, I was wrong. I recognize I'm wrong. And now I'm going to go have the conversation and get right. Or even you went and had the conversation and you came back. You know what? I was 100% wrong. I, I, I needed to check myself. Like, let me go back. Like, I, I, I went and had this, had this convo with such and such. And I'm going to do better. Right. I'm not saying it's never happened, but it's, it's very rare. And so by, by no name doing that for all we know, if, if she never, if J Cole maybe never responded via tweet to her only to say he could have DM her and said, yeah, yo, let's have a conversation, blah, blah, blah. They could have pieced it up, whatever. But if he goes back to his everyday doing his everyday thing, then folks is like, well, that conversation did nothing. If he does go and start saying something or whatever, what's people immediately going to say? Oh, well, no name must have sunned him. Like there's, because people are, because there's the masses that are looking and I'm not saying this is right. And I'm not saying it should happen. I'm not saying people should be moved by this, but again, we can't ignore the reality. People are moved by what is said by the masses. And so if the conversation goes like, oh, well, so-and-so one-up or bested this other person, then the way in which everybody kind of moves and views, like, you know, whoever quote unquote lost, like changes. And because these are people, people have these platforms because people tend to buy into what it is that they say and what they do, right? And so if you're buying into what they're saying and what they're doing, then it makes sense that they have to respond in a way that would allow for the conversation to be seen amongst everybody. But by allowing people to see the conversation, you also invite more responses that don't need to be there. Like it's one thing if it's just me and you in a room and we chilling, but like if the conversation started online and people don't see anything else, they're gonna make their own assumptions, right or wrong. And again, I, I'm not saying that you can't ever just move on, but I do recognize that by having a platform, there is something to be said about ensuring that sometimes people see the other perspective. And I think it's really difficult to determine when that is, like when is it that you say something and when is it that you don't? When is it that you humble yourself? Um, when is it that you, uh, you know, you just recognize, you know what, this is not my fight. Like I, I, gotta, I gotta do this a different way. But I think by the mass, and I think there's something to be said about us as black people having a conversation that white folks can't see. And yes, I, like, I know we like to say black Twitter. I know we like to say, you know, all, but white folks can still see that. And like white folks can hear this conversation, right? Like, and even as much as I, you know, we not a big platform, but like there is not the space where even as more of us, you know, gain some sort of notoriety or economic resources or whatever, there are still very limited spaces where we can just come together and have a, like have the community <laughs> like conversation that is shielded off from from white folks for a minute and that i think also complicates things because as much as what we haven't said yet is like this is a conversation between black men and black women like nobody else needs to see this right now you know what i'm saying like nobody does but the because that is out there the masses see it it's gonna make i think it just makes it more complicated and that's not to say it can't happen but i think that People are drawn to social media. I think both of y'all said that this megaphone ideology um, and like needing to be the loudest, needing to be the first, needing to be heard, it just makes it that much more difficult. 
for us to really be able to do the work, hip hop to be able to, to do the work that we know it's capable of doing because there's so many more eyes on it now than there ever was before. So that, that would be my response to that. But again, I, I, I agree with the, the notion overall. I just think it's much easier said than done if I had to like kind of put a bow on it. Right, right, yeah. And I, um, I definitely want to uh, transition to um, my like my final thoughts, if you will, and also kind of taking in what you guys said. Um, you guys, basically, as far as um, presenting, 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 basically what what women are dealing with, and 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 being able to exp- express that perspective to us. Um, so we're acknowledging that and, and taking that in. And so for the sake of this episode, I'm just going to, um, you know, provide the perspective in which I believe for for hip hop's sake that this was written in. Um, again, that's why I'm first agreeing that all of all of the offenses that took place are very real and valid. And I do agree that even J. Cole should probably apologize because just in having the platform that he has is just definitely fuel for those who don't understand deeper the context and it's kind of to in the same vein and, and agreeing what landon was saying that um we don't have the space so that when he does say a phrase like that she can filter through it and get the message as opposed to then fueling those who will take those words because that's why when we say the queen can be taken out of context the only way queen can be taken out of context is if there's somebody there who uses queen in that context right so i'm trying to eliminate those who are exposed to this who can then further enter into the echo chamber that is where you're using your megaphone if we're taking all these analogies so yeah to to your um to to your um your point landon i will say that if they were able to have a space <clears throat> but then it also conflicts me where Mylan is saying that if we are able to come to a um, time where two people can then after said things are said you know do the thing that you said was rare landed and that someone was you know I, I, I was out of my place like Jayco can realize I didn't realize or, you know, I did have to, hum- that that was a humbling experience to realize that my platform is that big, that people can take my words and run on with it and continue to um, offend um, the masses that is Black women and the pain that they're going through, especially right now. So he can apologize for that. And then, like, and all this is being said, I apologize. We can set it up just like Mylon was explaining. And then that's all you hear. So then that kind of really shuts up everybody and every comment that goes in there. Because they like, well, he meant this with Nah, we just saw that they actually went to go speak about it. So now everybody can just be quiet and and, and wait and not say anything and, and not speak anymore. And that is encouraging because it's funny that in Milan explaining that, that made me think of um, Black Mirror. Like when we take all these ideas of just having this platform and, and, and we're waiting for it to be some kind of oasis and harmony of celebrities being able to do that so that when the masses are commenting on it, they can just be like, oh, okay, they worked it out. You know, that's some kind of Black Mirror episode, if you will, if somebody was to be able to depict that, <laughs> you know. So in thinking about all of that, it's like um, 
yeah, we can, we can, it's, it's up to the people, like it's up to the people who are actually going through those series of, of things. And, and if, and if they're able, if we're able to get to a point where um, it can be spectated to have a black man and black woman conversation, then that'll be something. And, and to my, to my, to my personal opinion, that'll be something monumental because we, it's almost like a, and and I, I really got to be sensitive to things. It would be kind of be like a, a any kind of addiction meeting or something like that, where everybody can literally just lay it out in the open and everybody can see each other work these things. That's going to encourage other groups um, to work out their issues with um, their dynamics, right? So, I mean, there's there's different ways, and 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 that's where to the degree of being a hip hop scholar and seeing how J Cole presented. This is the angle that I already in in just taking it as the audio. You know what I mean? Like like we said, we're we're not going over here looking at the lyrics and reading it like it's a book. And I think that's the problem with what happened being um, taken in by the masses. If you just like mine said, I was just going down the street. Like, oh, let me pop this in, and then just like we know Nas on Illmatic to do, or when he was writing in his book of rhymes, he's in this theme of diary mode where it's just like, okay, let me see where, oh, there's some old stuff around. And then boom, boom, I was saying this. Nah, nah, that was back when I was 19. What am I doing? So the fact that he can just basically paint the picture in a way he was talking way, um, he was talking about layers that were on top of the issue of this tone and saying that, and um, this is, this is what I'm going through and I am wrong and I am checking myself on that. And, and, and me being conscious and realizing you being on the front lines and me, and me reading the room, I realize where I stand. So I don't feel bad about that. And the fact that I see you out there that, you know, and, and wishing that your megaphone would hit greater and greater heights because of, of the response that I, I see, then I think it would, I think it would, um, and this, I hate to use this word, I think it would behoove you like most um, life coaches, most people who are trying to get a message, most activists would when they travel around the world and they notice who their audience is. And granted, we know all the reasons, like I said, we've listened to like the Angela Rye and Dr. Dyson conversation where she can be comfortable in, in, in her resonators in the times when she wants to speak, um, you know, or, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't fall on the ears of the masses. She can do that. But if there are times where that is the goal, then just like any public speaker would, you know, they would, um, you know, put put their um, their methodology, their style, and their tone in a place where they can receive it. If that's the goal for right there in that in that very distinct moment, and then begin to then, as J Cole, dive even deeper into different complexities and and like of being a ignorant black man, you know what I mean? And now what that looks like growing through generation and generation. And here we are um, engaging with each other. I think I brought up the conversation of black women are uh, one of the most educated in the nation. Can't say the same thing about black men. So the interaction you're already gonna have with black men are gonna come from a place where whatever their environment has really taught them is what's gonna spew out subconsciously. So in, in the affliction and the confliction of you expressing yourself the way you want to, even in this time, J. Cole is diving super deep and saying, when you do that and you have these, my Negroes, when you have that, you know, how do you want to respond to them when you get those messages that is wrapped in misogyny and stuff like that? What do you, how do you want to approach that? 
I think you should do this. I think you should treat them like children. I think you should do this. Have trying to have this big sis, uh, I mean, this big bro, um, little sis conversation that Landon is speaking about uh, the space of having, but out in the public. But it's hard to have it when you have these people who can, you know, gaslight and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and I think it's, it's tough, but I, I want to protect hip hop, and you know what I mean. And I definitely just want to continue to see, have people see it in that angle. Yeah, I mean, I, like, and I think you bring up some good points, right? And I think, um, you know, I, I and I, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to say like that. I think J Cole should apologize. Like, you know, I know he kind of doubled down on the song, and I again, I based upon what I heard, I didn't see anything wrong with. I don't see anything wrong with that, right? I will say that again, after hearing kind of seeing some of the conversation and even, you know, um, right before we got on here, you know, my wife sharing and which I don't, I don't think is anything new for any of us. Right. But, you know, the, the recognition that um, black women in, in this country have always been viewed as the <laughs> lowest of low, right. Because for as, much as we as black men um, have has suffered in this country, to be a woman in this country, we we know the the history there, right? Um, and so, to be a black woman, we know that that comes with its own set of circumstances and issues that we can never fully appreciate, right? Um, you know, she was, you know, to, to to think about the fact that, you know, most of the time, you know, with some exceptions, obviously, you know, we mentioned, uh, you know, my limit is Sandra Bland earlier. Um, but most of the time, uh, you know, the when black men are are killed, that's really what kind of tends to spark certain outrage versus somebody like Breonna Taylor, who people have said, but the same pressure has not necessarily been put on to find her uh, her murderers the way that it was for George Floyd, right? The fact that you search and most of the holidays in America are we already we don't have nearly any for 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 black folks at all, but none for black women. Right. And so just the, like the constant and just and women in general. Right. In terms of how that so like this constant second rating, like continually for black women is something that is important to note. And I think is is really at what is part of the heart of this conversation. And so while I don't know that a apology is necessary, I could see a time when J. Cole may come out later and say, you know what? I recognize that there were certain things that I said or the time in which I released this song was not the best, right? So again, I don't think that he meant it this way at all. And I'm not trying to cape for J. Cole. I think they, you know, he's had other things that he said that he has had to come out and apologize for. Um, and so I'm not in the uh, business of caping for any grown man, um, but just in hearing it, I think when he said tone, I think what he this is what I will say, what I heard or what I took away from that was that although he said the word tone, I took away more so the um, the mode in which it was delivered, which is what, you know, Deb, you brought up the um, Angela Rye, uh, Dr. Michael Eric Dyson um, live conversation that they had. And, you know, I think that was one of the distinctions that, um, that, that Dr. Dyson made. Um, you know, I think when it came to uh, the, I, I do think one of the things that I could definitely see, I so anyway, I say that to say, I could see why tone was triggering. Um, although I don't know, I don't believe that he meant it that way. I definitely see why, um, people would have an issue with 
uh, him saying, you know, treat us like children, although I, by again, I don't think he meant it in this way, but I've been on record here. I said, you know, in, I've said 80 million times now, and I think I've heard so many black folks say like, I'm not trying to educate white folks no more. Like, if you don't understand this plight, like, it's not for you to. And I think I can see how, uh, you know, a black woman <laughs> who is already oftentimes stereotyped as like the strong black woman, always having to be the matriarch, always having to hold down, you know, the household, always having to be the one who takes care of the kids, right? That type of wording could be, I can see how that could be triggering and alarming, right? And so, and and now you come around talking about I have to kind of spoon feed you this stuff when like no nah, I shouldn't have to tell you this anymore about my experience as a black woman and why I'm responding this way right again I think he was more so, I I think the following lines explain what he was saying where it's I think we need to be forgiving of each other help each other to try to understand more be more patient with one another et cetera et cetera which I do agree with I I, I do think that I I think if you say something wrong if I say something wrong and you off rip attack me as opposed to trying to hold a dialogue with me like my response is going to be different right like <laughs> how i respond is going to be different based upon how you respond to me and so like and, and again maybe this is me like working with with kids right like if one of my students like does something that is not appropriate if i yell on them like they're gonna shut down they're not gonna listen they're probably gonna do it again right but if I can explain to them why and I can maintain my calm and my cool and we can have a conversation about it, like they're much more receptive to that. And so I, I, so, so that's where I understand J. Cole, although at the same time, I understand why for a black woman that could be troubling language. Right. Um, and so, and, and then just the timing of it, I, you know, I don't know if J. Cole from, from my understanding from articles I've seen, you know, what may have sparked this was a tweet from um, from No Name back in May, right? I don't know if he recorded it then, but it just was released now. I don't know if he recorded it yesterday or, you know, the, the day before it was released. Um, but either way, you know, I think the other criticism from people is recognize, you have to recognize it doesn't matter, you know, when you recorded it or or, or what triggered it, like, at this time right now, given the conversation that's going on, you have to be more wise about when it is that you release the song. Again, I can understand that. I don't think though that the tone in which, quote unquote tone again, in which he said that, where there was anything that was really, um, it was anything that should take away from or, or, or um, you know, turn our attention away from everything else that's happening in the world. And I don't think that was necessarily his intention to, uh, but I do think that the very same criticism that he had in terms of how, um, you know, either no name or others or whoever it is that he may have been talking about, how the way in which they were conveying their feelings and their message, um, it made it more difficult for maybe him or others to, um, to respond to it. Uh, or, or to to receive it in a way that would allow for them to actually change the way in which they're doing things. I think the timing in which he released this and some of the language that he used, although it wasn't, may not have necessarily been the intent, made it difficult for people to actually hear his ultimate message, which I think was a good one. And I think one that we have not been having, which is how is it that you help 
to move people who may not be on the, you know, as far on the woke spectrum as you are, how do you have that conversation to move them closer to where you are if you feel like they're either not doing enough or they don't understand enough or whatever without making them feel like they need, to, without shutting them down, right? And I think that's a super important conversation that we need to have that we have not been having. But <laughs> he, I, I, but, I, but I think that part has been getting lost in all these other things because he's suffering from the very same thing that I think he was maybe criticizing, which was when and how you are delivering this message. Right. And so, um, you know, and I, and I think that's a tough thing to kind of like, to kind of figure out, like, I can only imagine if there was Twitter when like MLK and Malcolm X was, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like really out there and, and both kind of fighting for their ways in which they, thought was the best way to to make progress and like you know like right. with my skin to go at nobody and share his opinion about what people was doing wrong and how you know people was being sought like all that type of stuff and imagine if 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 twitter was around then but when they got together behind closed doors people realized like oh shoot something about to pop off and then you know america acted like america reacted to that and so you know i think that's just where like <sighs> You know, and, and and this could be further, like there's further layers to this, right? Assuming J. Cole was talking about no name, this is not out of his character. That's another rapper still. This is not just some random person online. This is another rapper that he's responding to. So it's not like he's trying to kill somebody with 15 followers. It's somebody who, you know, again, if, if we're assuming it's her, has a following and is a peer of his as a rapper. Um, you know, I think that... Uh, and I think that we have not had the conversation about it is okay to have a response to somebody critiquing you. Like, I think that's the other thing that's kind of been lost in this is, you know, I mean, if you, if you say something to me, like, then you are allowing me the chance to respond. Now, again, how I respond, you can, you can criticize, but if, if you accuse me of something, like I have every right to stand up in front of the, in front of the jury and get my side of the story, right? Like, I, like, I don't think there's anything, there's anything wrong with that. And so I don't know, I, that is the part that I'm not understanding really is like why people are killing J. Cole for giving his side of the story, like standing up and like, you know, uh, speaking against his, his, his accuser, so to speak. Um, but the, 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 the language and the timing in which he did, I can understand that critique. And I could see a day where he may not ever do it, but I could see a day where because of how J. Cole is and who he is and how um, I think he's usually pretty receptive to feedback and criticism. I could see where one day he may say, you know what, I recognize why folks said blah, blah, blah. Like I'm recognizing now I could have done things differently. And you know, I'm moving forward from that. So that that would kind of be my 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 I guess maybe my kind of final thoughts on it. Um is I think he I have no problem with what he said or what I heard as the intention of the song. I do recognize though that given the history of black women for black women in this country, there are certain things about that that could be triggering. I think we need to acknowledge that. Um I also think that we need to continue to have the conversation around how is it that we educate people who we feel like should know certain things and don't to this point um, without 
making them feel like, you know, they are not worthy of being in <laughs> in this space or in this fight with us. So, yeah, I, I'll leave it there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I I will will start my my closing thoughts with saying I I recognize I've heard both sides and this is not a court holding a verdict saying that J. Cole is right or J. Cole is guilty, um, that no name is right, that no name is and or that no name is guilty of something. I will say this. Um, I am leaning toward the conversation point that we've raised here at Hip Hop Roundtable is that the point needs to be lifted that a conversation can and like I I, I think what you said um, Landon to a degree I, I agree and to agree of course I disagree is that there is no I, I don't see necessarily a space for an apology as much as, okay, I hear you. And if you want to talk about it, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. Um, that wasn't what I was trying to do. Um, but we're not, I don't need to hit you with it. That wasn't my intent, whatever it is. You know what? Let's, I'm here to talk about it. And on the other side, it has to be, J. Cole is not Howard Stern. So what about him would give you the idea that he said, you know what? <laughs> Today's the day. <laughs> now, mind you, it could be. It could be that he decided, you know, F this. I'm tired of being uh, a nice guy. And I'm tired of being pro-Black. I'm tired of speaking my truth in a fashion that is uplifting. I want to come for somebody, sort of, kind of, because he really didn't. Like you said, there were no names mentioned. But this is my, this is going to be, like, this This is my, this is not a no Vaseline diss record. This is, if this was a diss record, this was worse than a Drake diss record. This is bad. <laughs> if this was a diss, if this is what we're calling it, this was just not, not that. And that's not, again, this is not opinion. This is all fact. This is not, well, in your opinion, no, that's, that's, that's a fact. No Vaseline. He named names and he was very rude. That's not what this was. Again, I'm I'm not going to go back to it earlier. Just, I, yeah, I'm still trying to grasp the idea of saying queen. And then that's, not only is it frowned upon, but it's misogynistic. But again, I, I think I would be an oak. And let's also let's say this before, I, before the reality is J. Cole could and say, you know what, sis or queen, I I hear you. Let's talk about it. He could also be like, you have a right to your opinion. I'm not going to defend what I made the record for. I said what I said. And that's it. Like he, there, there is no 
every time you say something, you have to, there's this moment of, okay, good morning. Uh, let me see. Uh-oh, a couple of people comments. Okay, let me go through the comments. Okay, this brother said in where he lives is nighttime. I apologize, my brother. I didn't like, I don't, I don't need to do that. I said good morning. I said what I said. I hate Tuesdays. I said what I said. I hate the 4th of July. I said what I said. If you love it, go love it. Go love the 4th. I can say I hate the 4th. Yeah, but I mean, in this time, bro, like, got to think. It's a lot going on. I don't have to think. I can say whatever I want. And I'm not, again, I don't believe that we are even talking about a person who was maliciously F everybody. I don't care what no one thinks. I'm about to, like I said, I'm about to make a hate song, you know, demeaning gay marriage. This is, I'm going to call my album. I hate gay. Like, that's not, that's not what this is. This was not some off the cliff. Yeah, man, he, he wanted to smoke. Like he clearly, he was asking for it. I, I can't say nothing to you. I can't say anything. Like, let's, if I would argue, if you look at this song and in this song, it causes you to just your your ruffle your feathers to be ruffled with this song, not the song by Meek Mill, not the song by Tory Lanez, not the song by uh, Drake, not this song by J Cole causes man. I just whoo! I can't stand this dude. You know what? I'm about to go in on him. He should be canceled. I. That that I will say that says something about where where what's important because what's important to you is not necessarily the message that I believe was pulled out of what this song could be. It was more about I feel like it was more about I need to get some stuff off my chest. And again, you can do all you have just I think you said it well again to this point as well, Lynn. That's right. You you know what? But you can't, you don't get the last word. Mm. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You, he say something and then you're like, all right, well, you said something. I'll take this song. Well, I don't. Okay. Well, when, so are you saying that I just got to shut up after you talk? I just don't, oh, I'm going to let you know whatever you was thinking. Whatever, no, no, you got it. Like you said something to me in public. Now, had she, I think I would have totally thought to your point, Dev, that he does owe her apology or whoever apology if she was respectfully hit him in a phone call oh, or yeah. a private text and he posted the, the message like, yeah, look at her trying to tell me. Yeah. F yeah. that, like, yo, bro, like that was private, B. Like she hit you. Again, everything a lot, and I and I agree, agree with you to that point as well, Landon, that we don't have a private space. So if uh, an attempt was to make something private and then you like f that i'm not even gonna respond to her text message i'm just gonna make this song like bro like why didn't you just call her back <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i said i said this i've said this about kd one of the greatest basketball players i've seen bro why didn't you like and this is the part i'm not saying i've, I've done everything right as a man i'm but when you have power leverage and privilege I feel like you're in a different state. I've operated my my earlier years in a state of de, um, as a desperado. 
So I'm not I'm not in a position with millions of dollars playing for a championship team and got my feelings hurt by one of my players. You got your feelings hurt, bro? Hey man, I real talk. Y'all can box. Y'all like what happened, man? You know what happened to your eye? Don't worry about what happened to my eye. We cool. I'm staying. I signed another. That's what brothers. Some that's how some brothers handle stuff. We we went. We talked. We argued. We fought, and we keep the moving. You you left. He hurt my feelings. <laughs> I said this, like I I to me. There's there's a time and space where an apology is owed. Um, and this isn't, I don't think this is one of them. Um, but yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I, I, I think two, two opinions and perspectives were shared. Perspectives are valid. I think I have my only space of issue is when one perspective wins out over the other. Mm-hmm. Like what Jake, so what, so what Jake, like, no, he does not. Okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good. I, you can, you can have your conversation and your opinion because I don't, I never want to operate in a space because what I never want to operate from a space where you get to be right. And I don't get to be, or no one else gets to be heard. Not just me. You get to be right. No one else gets to be heard. We just need to do what you say and feel what you feel. Um, and regardless of what that looks like, regardless of, well, we're always, and this has happened, I hear you, but there's never going to be an okay time for me to say, yep, um, what we feel don't mean nothing. Um, yeah, my thoughts, F my thoughts, just, I, I'll just sit back here and be quiet with my arms, fo- hands folded on, you know, in my lap, like, nah, like, you can uh, agree to disagree, disagree wholeheartedly, hate it, not like any of it, be despised by it. And that's right. And uh, in the conversation with my wife, I actually kind of brought that up um, was because, all right, well, when, when is there going to, when are we going to get to the point when we can, um, you know, go deeper than that? (laughs) You know what I mean? If if I have to in those times, because this 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 is um, I'm, let me just provide this angle. In in the in the if you want to say you want to say the um, the 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 place between black and white, where is white man, white female, black man, black black female, then that puts them at the at the lowest of the totem pole. So when they speak out, us as even black men have a place on some sort of platform where our moans and groans and pains are being heard and voiced, whereas Black women don't. And they also often have to be defensive because of the lack of knowledge of these offenses and microaggressions and stuff. So, and having to do that so much, they're like, and we said this, they're in a sense gunslingers. And so, we have to be aware when they're gunslinging out of reaction, but you know, we like, hold on, you got to make your gun is hot. You got to probably just come in with something else, you know? So it's, and I say that to say that, um, I say that to say what, what, when talking with my wife about that, that, well, if there's never a space for us to do it or never a time for us to do it, then when is the time when it went, what, in what era, are we going to be able to have this conversation? And it is always going to have to be privately. And if that's the case, then, you know, I respect it. But is it ever going to be publicly? 
we don't know. But but the women have to decide, right? I mean, there's no one else can I, no one else can gauge I, that. Real real quick, I I love that point. Yeah. We didn't we didn't dive into that too yeah. often in this conversation, but I will say I just me my, personally, I I can't speak for the, the 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 nation of men. I don't speak for all men. I speak for me. And I don't speak and I'm not speaking to the nation of all women, but to that point that you just made, I would I will never, ever, ever condone that your platform because you because you haven't had a platform that your platform now gets to reside on the back or the neck, figuratively speaking, of black men like because we we never get a voice. So whenever I say something, then in order for you to get a platform, you stand on me so that you can be heard. I, I will. I will never be okay with that. Now we can. Sh- that means like, well, you got to scoot over and share the platform, or you don't get to always. You can't. If you, brother, please don't forget when you're standing up there and you're saying Black Lives Matter. Don't forget about George. Don't forget about Oscar. Please don't forget about Brianna. Please don't forget about Sandra. Please. You. You right, Queen. You right. I did leave that out. And I will remember it the next time or I apologize or whatever. But it's not like you a stupid mother for not saying, OK, I, I'm never going to be OK with that. I'm, I'm just not personally. That's just me. But I just wanted to because that's an ex- excellent point, because we've had that conversation about, well, when do we get when do we get a voice? When do we get a platform? I I'm not making I'm not the maker of platforms, but I will say that I I don't know where they're coming from, but I'm pretty sure that I, I they're not going to be on the necks and backs of your brothers or your sons or your, your husbands. I just don't, I just don't think that that's, that's just, I don't think that's a victory blueprint for, for, for success, but that could just be. And I, I think to that point too, real quick, um, cause I do want you to finish Dev, but um I think the other thing that we have not had the conversation about, well, two two quick things. One, um, I am also I I I hope that we are all careful because the, because of how the conversation has gone, um, and I and I know I I probably need to be careful even how I use these words because again, this is not to this this is not to diminish what any black woman is saying about their experience. Um, but I'm also cautioning us as black men in our response, in, in our responses to to that conversation about recognizing that um, just just about ensuring that we in the fight for all of us to be good, don't then start fighting with one. Like 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 our, our fighting with one another prevents us from being able to really all progress together. Right. Because I, I think that's. That, that's a that's a classic case of, of divide and conquer, right? And and so, you know, trying to determine who is more, you know, whatever is um, more more hurt, more oppressed, whatever, lend, lends itself to that. Um, and and I think everybody is valid in that one way or another. But we we are at that crossroads where like black women, we need to see you, we need to validate you more, we need to acknowledge you. We need to um, be mindful of you, um, while at the same time recognizing that there is that we as Black men are going to feel for as as much as pain as we will see in your suffering. 
to see another black man suffer is, is just going to have a different effect on me as a black man, just like seeing a black woman suffer is going to have a different effect on you as a black woman. And so just holding all of those things as they're, they're not isolated, right? Um, and recognizing that I think it's gonna be really important. I think the other part though, that I, that I did wanna mention that that your comments kind of brought up in, or for me, um, and that I was thinking about when Dev was talking as well, is we have to, this call for celebrities to say something, I think we also have to be okay with people speaking, not just at certain times when they feel comfortable, but in the mode in which they feel comfortable, right? So at this point, it should not be a surprise that J. Cole is making statements through a song, right? It should not be a surprise that Dave Chappelle is making comments through, uh, like on a comedy stage, right? Like there is a reason that they do what they do and they're really good at it. <laughs> and so you can ask, like we could ask J. Cole to do interviews and he, he's, he does interviews really well. But I would not be surprised if he said the, the way in which he feels most comfortable expressing his thoughts and opinions is through a song. And so if you ask, if you want for him to respond to you, he may not do that in a tweet. Like now, obviously he has some subsequent tweets, but it was after a song was released, right? Like Dave Chappelle, people calling out like, say something, tweet, whatever. Like he uses comedy to be able to do all that and then when he's not on a, on a comedy stage he disappears i know people have been calling for kendrick lamar they're like why hasn't kendrick lamar said anything he normally stays out the fray of anything until an album is coming out because he gathers all of his thoughts puts it into music and then lets the world hears it and, and goes away now we can argue whether or not you know if he says something on the album or if he doesn't say anything on the album then that might be a whole nother conversation but like, I think we, I, and let me personalize it. Like as much as I love getting on here and, and, and talking, I think I am able to gather and, and express my thoughts much better in writing than I am in talking and speaking. Like, but it takes me a lot longer to do that. <laughs> so like, even for everything that I've shared here, I might be able to like write that much more, much better and be much more articulate than that. But it would take me weeks, if not months, to be able to fully craft the ideas that I've set up on here over the course of an hour. And so I do think that there's something to be said about people responding in the way that is not just most comfortable, but that is best for them to be able to fully articulate themselves. And I don't think we're comfortable with that. Like we want people to say something right away and immediately. And that sounds like, oh, yeah, it's not that hard to say Black Lives Matter. Like it's not. But I have so many and, more thoughts than that. Like in and the and the way that we want it. Like yeah. I don't want you to say Black Lives Matter. I want you to say Black Lives Matter. And those lives that I'm speaking of, be like, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like that's not what I want to say. I just want to say BLM. Ooh, nah, I don't like BLM. I, and that's and I and I think we like we find this like we're not comfortable with people not responding the way in which we would, and like. I think we start, we, we have to be okay with that. And finally, just stop looking for some people to do it. Like just because they have a platform doesn't mean that they gotta be a leader. Like it, it just don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying that that applies to everybody, but like we have to stop. Like at some point you just gonna stop like letting yourself up to be disappointed. Like some of these people with a platform ain't gonna say nothing. And like, then don't check for them to say nothing no more and don't, if you don't believe it or if you if you're disappointed about that, then maybe don't buy their next album or don't do whatever else. But like 
because somebody says words or 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 you know sells records does not mean that they need to then speak out on these things because they may they may genuinely not be equipped to and we have to be okay with that so I, that that just went while y'all was talking that that came up um but i, I really am i really am dad go, go ahead and finish and then i'm gonna just do shout outs because yeah no I, I didn't really i was just interjecting on what my thoughts were at the moment so we can get right into shout outs um you and brother what's it what so what, what what's your what's your shout out oh yeah man shout out to I mean, it's really tough in these times, but <laughs> shout out to, you know, the friction, like the silver lining. So the friction that is occurring and the opportunity for the um, message to get through in this case, um, you know, these things are happening on public platforms and, you know, that's kind of been the, um, I want to say that's kind of been the last the last like octave we've needed because we've had these conversations privately with um, other cultures and stuff like that to the point where they understand or not really understand, but they've received the message that it is occurring. And um, the fact that we are getting who we deem as, you know, the offenders, which, you know, not deem, but, you know, it's true that the offenders, now we know that it being expressed on a public forum means that this friction is at least means that the message is heard and we can have conversation now again a lot of the energy and vibes from um, myself and i would say resonates with other um, people in the black culture is until i see some policies and those uh, policies enforced because emancipation proclamation versus juneteenth um you know i won't be quote unquote satisfied to the point of where you're expecting satisfaction from me. You know what I mean? At the point of it needs to be evident. Like, it, no, it doesn't. And I won't be satisfied until I see some some, some evidence on your part that things are, 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 are looking better. Mm-hmm. So, uh, MOM, you got any, any shout outs, brother? Uh, Shout out to um, actually not because we're having these conversations, but um, shout out to to black queens out. I I, I feel like I see I've always seen um, at protest very, very often black women in the I mean front lines front lines like you know yelling at cops standing in in front of like signs like not I mean really truly the definitions of ride or die now I say that because in a in a moment of a protest there are conversations I don't know if you I'm not not asking y'all but if you've ever been at a protest been to a protest is, is actually not just a bunch of people walking. There's times where there are people who, you know, will hold up, a, be holding up a sign that is not say Black Lives Matter. It might say all lives matter. And then people will engage in the conversation and they're like, yo, Black Lives Matter. And you're like, no, all lives. And you're like, well, why, you know, why are you here? Like, what are you like? It's just conversation. And I think the reason why I point that out is that 
the people, and, and I am not being facetious when I say this, the people who are doing the work, Michael Eric Dyson said this as well, in a in a in a way. People who are doing the work, they ain't got nothing to prove. It's people, you know, my I got a homie who who can tell you what it's like to have tear gas burn, you know, pepper spray burning your eye. His, he ain't on Twitter debating about the thoughts and feelings within somebody's most recently published article on Medium. That's F your article, bro. Like I'm, I'm, and there's levels to it. I totally get that there's levels to it. There's folks that are on the front lines and folks who are making the signs for the people on the front lines. There's people who are, uh, who are writing articles. Like I can't get out in them streets, but I'm teaching in the classroom and I get it. And I say to, to those, I don't feel like, I, I also, I, I, somebody raised this point to me earlier. I just want to be careful that we are not raising the point of the views of five people and making it appear to be the views of five million people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how many people are in an uproar about this article. Like the whole world is like, yeah, this ain't nothing. It's the only thing talked about on Twitter. Like it's a few people, a couple of retweets and I get it. You disagree. But for the most part, when you, when you get down to it, you see that there are folks that are doing this work, supporting the folks that are doing the work. Um, and, and that's the, when I see, and, 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 I, and I don't mean to be uh, belittling the, the, the different spaces and places folks re- reside in the, in the, in the struggle. I just like when I, when I look on commercial or I turn on the news and I see sisters out running or, you know, running with, running for, speaking on behalf, it's parents, it's the mothers, it's the unfortunate mothers of all of these, of, of the Breonna Taylors, of the sisters of Sandra, you know, Sandra Bland. And like, like, it's just not, that's not the space that I remember the folks who were doing this work in. So when I hear and, you know, no name feels some kind of way. Okay, man, listen, I, I don't if, if that's what you, if that's where we are, if that's where we are, like I said, the, the folks that I see that are really doing the work, really putting it, putting their, you know, in some instances, putting their lives on the line and have already put their lives on the line. They, they're not worried about your thoughts because they, because they would do this, this crazy thing that we, what we call converse. They'll pull up season. Like you got something to say, say it. I'll be over here. Come down here to the protest and talk to me about it. Not, Twitter fingers me to, to, to it's just a, it's just a sad state of of being that in the, of all the things that are going on right now there's a space for folks fingers to and 140 characters or or less to 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 take the highlight reel um so I just want to acknowledge not just not only sisters but the recognizing that there are sisters, as we said earlier, the sisters are in front of every movement that you can point to, um, specifically um, in, 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 in the one that's most highlighted now, Black Lives Matter. Um, so just, just wanted to acknowledge the fact that there are people doing real work, don't get distracted by um, the cats that are sitting on their couch 
with their laptop in their in, in their lap tweeting. And again, I'm not belittling those who do because I know a whole lot of people who keep messages and information and articles and things of that nature. Uh, again, just don't want us to fall victim to forgetting that there are people that are doing real work out here in, the, in these streets, in these classrooms, in these hallways when we could go to school. Now we're just doing work on, on Zoom hallways. But uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, shout out to, to, to the sisters and everybody who's doing doing the real work, putting their life on the line, putting their minds to work. They're, they're dedicating curriculum and pedagogy and things of that nature to the struggle. You on mute, brother. Get your computer together, brother. Well, my computer is, is tripping. Um, I, I had unmuted myself, but it, I got the pinwheel. Um, <laughs> pinwheel. Uh, yeah. Um, I have uh, a couple of shout-outs that will probably make people who are super woke go crazy and feel like everything I said during this podcast was uh, a bunch of malarkey, uh, as Dev <laughs> said at one point. But um, malarkey, malarkey is the greatest. I don't know what the word. It's just, it's just awesome. Word. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't either. Um, but I will say this, um, and it, yeah, I just see people having a problem with it. But to contextualize it, it's going to be two weeks before we record again, and uh, by that time, this time will be long gone. Um, so as we approach Father's Day, and there's three fathers that are on here, Father's Day is literally the Sunday after we record this, like within just a few days, uh, and we will not be recording again for two weeks if we stick to our current schedule. So just wanting to shout out to all of the fathers who uh, are out there, uh, us included. Um, I literally didn't even remember that it was Father's Day until like two days ago. My wife was like, what do you want to do for Father's Day? I was like, I don't know. Like, when is it? She was like, it's like Sunday. I was like, oh, I, I don't know. So, um, but, uh, you know. Classic. Yeah, man. But, uh, you know, just shout out to all the fathers out there. And the reason that even came to mind uh, is because uh, Sky Zoo, man, he, he got another album that's technically dropping. Actually, it is midnight as I say these words. So it probably, well, it probably dropped three hours ago uh, since it's on the East Coast, but midnight out here. Um, he has another album that is uh, coming out that is all about fatherhood. Um, it's an EP, rather. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I just, I'm, I'm, I haven't even heard it yet, but I'm looking forward uh, to it. The album's called Milestones. Um, he dropped another uh, EP not too long ago that was all um, jazz influence. You know, every, every track had like a jazz um uh background or in terms of the instrumentals it's called the bluest note so i just like what he's doing man but then just to come out with this kind of thematic uh ep father's day coming up um you know i've gotten to celebrate the last uh, three father's day now um and so that's just that's just always special so um yeah shout out to fathers shout out to skies wait 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 hold, hold on hold on hold on hold on you just, you just got to you got to celebrate the last three fathers day you just you, your dad just came into your life three years ago brother? as a father oh so disrespectful as a father 
You're oh. I'm proud of this. See, see, you are yeah. cancel culture. I want you to know you that is, that is the epitome of cancel culture right there. Up until this point hasn't meant anything to me. The last three years is really it's just like kicking I in. I got I got to wow. celebrate as a father myself. This will be my third Father's Day. Um so, but yeah. shout out to and shout out to cancel culture that Mylon is clearly a part of because he will take your words and yeah. twist them so that uh, you. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna twist my own words because uh, I my shout out was to, and then Dev has a shout out. So we're going backwards. So you're talking about Father's Day. My shout out is the day before Father's Day. I shouted out queens. I shouted out people in the struggle. People supporting folks in the struggle my queen and you can check my phone and check my record i actually do call my wife my queen this is not i'm not making this up this is real yeah. life i act, I, I literally yes thank you appreciate it i do call my wife my queen my queen's birthday is the day before father's day so shouting her out and then dev wants to shout out the day before yeah, yeah. right we're going back right. y'all didn't even know we, we could are. do this this is the first didn't time in know. history Reverse shout outs. The shout out Juneteenth. I thought you were just going to continue with it. <laughs> nah, but uh, definitely, I mean, I, I said it in, 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 in my closing uh, about Juneteenth. So um, definitely just want to recognize Juneteenth um, is tomorrow. There are a lot of things going on around the city. Um, being with this COVID, I don't know how people are going <laughs> to actually do that. So um, with my kids in the situation, um, I'll just be watching from the sidelines. Um, but definitely just wanting to uh, throw, um, not throw that out there, but identify that to our um, our waves. That is this podcast and our listeners that that is indeed, uh, I can't even say tomorrow, it's right now, <laughs> it's past midnight, so happy Juneteenth, right now, the shout out is very live right now, <laughs> um, yeah, happy Juneteenth today, and just um, definitely being the uh, the real hallmark that, that set, set uh, Black folks free. For sure, man, um, well, with that, uh, as always, if you, uh, you know, we, we, we took this conversation a few different places. Um, and, you know, there's obviously um, a lot more conversation that could be had, especially when kind of diving deep into, um, you know, these very murky waters uh, as it pertains to um, how we uplift and support one another within the community. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, please, as always, um, want to invite folks to put their thoughts, comments um, into uh, the, the comment section of wherever you may be listening to this. Um, you know, again, are we just totally off base? Are we three ignorant men that, that you know, are, are speaking like ignorant men? Hopefully we ain't on like no Terry Crews type uh, <laughs> type situation, but uh, you know, um, our, wow, that's, that man's a father, brother. Uh, he he said, shout be, out all the fathers, brother. <laughs> well, I hope, hope somebody is uh, able to <laughs> let me stop. I was gonna, I was gonna get on this. <laughs> I don't know that man like that. Uh, <laughs> about to pray for that's his kids. Um, <laughs> exactly. I do that, though. Uh, but you know, or are we are we on point and kind of kind of hit all the main points? Are we just like, 
you know, whatever it is, let, leave us your thoughts, your comments, um, as always. And as Mala said, we definitely, with, with all that said, um, want to acknowledge our beautiful, beautiful Black women. Um, we are all married to some amazing uh, Black women that hold us down every single day. Um, and I know that we strive to do the absolute same uh, for them uh, and, um, and, and all of uh, the, the little ones that's in the tribe. Um, and so we, we hold you all up, we embrace you, we love you. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to continue to try to learn um, and, and be gentle with one another um, and praying that we all do that with each other so that we can, again, make sure that we not uh, fighting amongst each other, but we fighting the common enemy. So um, with all of that said, we are going to push our chairs back from the round table and then holla at y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.